to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. Well, I'm ready to hear some motherfucking news. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. <laughs> yeah. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. I am Mike Weeby. And over in the, in the vaporwave digital realm where Neo, Morpheus, Tank, Trinity, Agent Smith, <laughs> the Oracle... Chocho Bonnie, the soothsayer, the acrobat, cavalier, the wizard, Link, Mega Man, and <laughs> Mario reside. Mark Ryan. Hey, Phyllis. Oh, there he is. Hey. For those who can't see, which is literally everyone but us, Mark <laughs> is in a vaporwave void of a grid. Uh, looks like an area where. Um, where Tron would be hanging out with Flynn because really, you know, that movie Tron is more about Flynn than Tron. Did you guys ever that, think about that? That bothered me when I was a little kid and I saw it yeah, in the theater. It's really, the movie should be called Flynn, but it's called Tron. I mean, what about that? <laughs> it's, you know, let's, let's talk about it. you ever that? <laughs> what is it with these movies about Trons that are about Flynn's? I haven't taken that on stage yet, but I'm probably going to. Got legs. I'll find it on stage. Our 30-year-old hot take on a Tron. Right. That's so weird that we're talking about something that no one has no current interest in at all. That's <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about what Zendaya wore at the Oscars. What did Zendaya wear at the Oscars? She wore a yellow dress, and she okay. was gorgeous. This is going to be relevant to yeah, no, it was I good. I mean, I, I mean, watch I, the I do, Oscars. I, I do like, and I have a, I, I don't, you know, I don't know that this is true, but I think that she wore a yellow dress because if she pees in it, it, <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't show up. I mean, <laughs> if you're worried about that, then sure, sure, that's what you would do. If you want, you know, I don't want to put that rumor out there no 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 i mean that's but i do want to recognize that that bright yellow she looked i mean she did look gorgeous i mean she's you know she looked very beautiful but if she did want to wear something because those that ceremony is super fucking long yeah you know that right the oscars take forever oh wait is it over I'm, maybe I don't even know. It started yesterday, and maybe it's over now. But like, oh hey, she had a matching yellow uh, face mask to go along with it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. How old is she? Is she old enough to be like retroactively pissing her, pissing herself and, uh, on purpose? You, it sounds like you're really confident that she pissed she herself. She is 24. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I was into piss play by then for sure. <laughs> I grew out of it quickly thereafter and then got back into it in my late 30s. Easy to go back to, Mike. Easy to get back into. <laughs> well, I mean, trends, you know, like, you know, things, tre things trend. Things, they go out of vogue. They go into vogue. They go back mm. out of vogue. They go back into mm. vogue. And we're living in a time where clearly 
the younger generation is starting to embrace the things that I know that all of us did when we were in high school. <laughs> well, all of us, huh? I mean, yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah, most of us. <laughs> anyway, Kevin, you were gonna, oh, you were gonna so say something bef- before I get started here. I, this is completely <laughs> unintentional, but uh, apparently, oh. I had to have a last-minute change on one of these stories when it it ended up. I wrote it up last night, and then it went viral this morning, and it was like, uh, nobody wants to hear about this a couple weeks from now. So, it was about Zendaya pissing her. Yeah, exactly. And so dress. I had to change it. And what I realized when I was going over my notes today is we have another another theme week, though it's unintentional. This week, true crime. I was going to say this week is heroes. Uh, we have some heroes here. I think it will play out. I will. I will demonstrate at the end of each story why there is a hero to be <laughs> celebrated in each story. Okay, including. The Zendaya story that yeah. I just uh, told about. Well, she was already a hero. She'd been in Spider-Man. That's true. I keep thinking you're gonna you're gonna say Zendiagram, which would be wrong, also. But probably you're probably one of the people that bullied her in high school. <laughs> oh, you think that was the the real mean thing people said to her? Mm-hmm. What's up, Zendiagram? Yeah, your face in my fist, Union. She probably has a lot of trouble in life now because of that. <laughs> really, probably thinks That's, about it yeah. every day. True. Thanks, Brian. Well, I was just going to say, I don't know if there's a theme or not, because I haven't heard any of these. I don't know what we're covering this week. I do my I do my research. So. Adhere closely to the illusion that I have no idea what is going to be discussed. You're commentating off the dome. This is, this is pure professional commentating. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Just like Dennis Prager. Dennis Prager. I don't know who that is. Who's Dennis Prager? Like Rush Limbaugh in training. He's like vying for the, the Limbaugh throne. No, has he developed a pill problem yet? Dennis Prager looks like a a cross between a football coach and like an aging football coach and a pastor who definitely has gotten in trouble for molesting someone. And Dennis Dennis Quaid er was okay. in Interspace. Ah, now I could talk about Interspace for a while. Mm-hmm. Rick Moranis was Rick Moranis. No, that was, uh... Jesus Christ! You can't talk about it for fucking one <laughs> second without fucking it up. No, I think it was it was Rick Moranis. No, it was Martin, Martin Short. Short. No, it wasn't Martin Short. Martin Short's a song and dance man. I, I, okay, I don't. Martin Short, uh, Dennis Quaid, Meg Ryan, Spider. Eugene Levy, Rick Moranis, and John Candy. <laughs> That's who was in it. No, no. I've seen no. it like eight times. No, Dante about, plays no. a doctor or a scientist. And also Kevin McCarthy from Invasion of the Body Snatchers is one of the villains. No, it's the, the family gets shrunk down in a spaceship to cure cancer no, instead that's, of Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, that's oh, God damn that's, it. That's, and John John Candy's a scientist on the outside guiding. Fantastic. Them through. You're confusing Fantastic Voyage and uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Eugene Levy's not in Fantastic Voyage. No, none of these people are in Fantastic <laughs> Voyage. That's a bunch of like random no. 60s people. Orson well, Bean. then how, how come I've seen it? How have I seen this movie? If it's. <laughs> how have you seen any movies? You have cable. You right. famously brag about how you pay for cable, and the rest I, of us have cut our cords. I, and you I are constantly shoving it in all of our faces uh-huh. that you have cable and that you have TiVo. It's, it's, I mean, it gets cut out of these broadcasts, but like, it's mostly, it, it comprises like 90% of what you talk about is your cable right. and how you have all the packages. 
Mm-hmm. It is weird that Brian constantly brags that he has the, he has the movie channel, the tuxedo channel, the triple ecstasy, ecstasy channel. Sometimes I want to see the Emmanuel series. Okay. Whenever I want. I mean, you guys can't do that. I can't. Well, I want to. I want to see them all the time. I've got them on my TiVo right now. Well, you it's don't own them. Channel. You don't own them on Blu-ray like I do. So, well, guess that's what's okay. going to happen when the fucking power grid goes down. It's, it's my only lament when, <laughs> when the apocalypse is upon us. My TiVo got a generator. I've got uh, my own urine that I can drink. And mm-hmm. I've Fresh got morning of urine, right? I mean, uh, in an apocalypse scenario, I'm going to have it day, morning, night. I mean, well, but you, yes. can't dr- you can't drink it twice because then it, it, the first time you could drink it, but everybody knows the second time you drink your urine, it will kill you. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows that. Are you guys sure that's not inner space? Inner space is Dennis Quaid gets Dennis Quader. Dennis Quader gets yes, shrunk. We're talking down, about the same movie. Ejected into Martin Short's ass. No, no, and no, no, no. Martin You're- Short. Uh, teams up with Dennis Quaid's girlfriend, Meg Ryan. No, who's his no. Real Rick Moranis and Martin Short are both, they're both small comedians. That's why you're getting confused. But this is the one with John Candy. It's inner space. He's a scientist. You think of volunteers. Whole, hmm. No, 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 no. It's the whole family. Oh, uh, uh, the great outdoors. I don't know that John Candy's no, ever in, been in a movie with Martin Short. They're shrunk down. They're in see they're inserted. Yeah, because it's Rick Moranis. They're inserted into Rick Moranis. I don't know that he's ever been in a movie with Rick Moranis right. either. What about and that? Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy's the guy who's he's like the accountant who is he's in charge of the experiment, but the money side of it. And he's kind of and John Candy's kind of running interference from him. Strange brew. Oh, no, no, no. That this is tell the news. I don't want to get to the news. <laughs> so our first story comes to us from the BBC. Oh, Bad Boys Club. Yeah. A hospital worker in Italy has been accused of skipping work for 15 years. The man who allegedly has not been to work since 2005 is now being investigated for fraud and abuse of office. Over the 15 years he skipped work, the man was reportedly paid about $644,000 or an average of $43,000 per year. The man is also accused of extortion. Can we what, check what that out real quick with a calculator? I, I, I have I, one on my watch. I checked it Would out. Would you mind dividing 644,000 by 43,000? It's like 42, okay. nine something. All right, just stop well, you saying said numbers. Stop saying fucking numbers. 15, I'm trying to type it in. 167. Do you need some help with these? They're big yeah. ones. Tell me the numbers again. 644,000. Okay. Just 644 divided by 15. Six divided by 15 equals 42.93. Woo! Okay. So not quite forty three thousand. I can't believe you doubted my math. Yeah, yeah I mean but it, well, I mean about, depending on about. depending on Italian taxes. I don't know everything, but I know that Italian taxes tend to be a manja. Manja means eat. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know those fascists are paying high taxes. That's the whole deal, right? Are they still <laughs> <laughs> you pay the taxes. You don't come to work. Okay, uh, before I get to the end, because I'm, you know, I'm gonna spoil what I'm gonna say right. in a little bit. Okay. Like from this headline, so far, I'm correct. This first story is about a motherfucking hero. <laughs> this guy, I'm, I, there, there's nothing like he has done 
nothing wrong but be my hero at all, which is not he wrong. He's living but... the American dream in Italy. Exactly. Ariana Giovanni. Y'all ever seen videos with her? I, I remember that name. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a is that an actress? You might say she, she uh, acted. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a. I take it by your grunts that she is an adult film actress. Ah, <laughs> okay. The man is also accused of extortion for threatening his manager to stop her from filing a disciplinary report against him because of his oh, absenteeism. Oh, I'm sorry. Did he just become a fucking bigger hero <laughs> in this story? How how did he threaten? What what were the threats? It, it, it didn't make it clear. I mean, well, Mike, you could you could demonstrate for us. I think. Hey, I'm Mamma Mia. If you don't, uh, you don't say this, and uh, maybe I don't. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> something like that. He, I mean, listen, I, like, how fucking awesome is that? He had a job. Where? What was the job? He's a nurse. I just said he worked at a hospital. That is a customer. That's a customer service gig in the worst possible form. He gets out of it. He gets paid for it. And then somebody tries to call him on. He's like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. You're going to do that. You're not going to do that to me. You're not going to do that to me. Let me introduce you to my, uh, my brothers. And Mario Luigi. <laughs> And for the listener, Mike is holding up his fists, <laughs> named Mario and Luigi. I think that that's an important effect that they need. They're to gonna hear. make it. They're gonna make it so your pipes don't work no more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a uh, your windpipe. The Italians do already hate us, right? Haven't we already yeah, we, insulted we them? I mean, well, I, we're not insulting them. We're, I'm telling. I'm exalting this man. I think he's cool as fuck. <laughs> Probably was high waisted jeans. What about all the Italians who had to pick up the slack when he wasn't showing up for work for 15 years? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. They said, forget, forget about it. All right. It was a hospital. You know how much money hospitals make over there? Not in Italy. I don't know. Probably not. Uh, people, much. people are going there for indigestion every day. <laughs> That's right. I ate too many meatballs. Oh. <laughs> A pasta fajoul. So once that manager, the, who uh, he's accused of extorting, retired, his ongoing absences were never noticed by her successor or human resources. He was eventually discovered as part of a police investigation into absenteeism and suspected fraud in the Italian public sector. Well, so there's a lot of this going on in Italy. People stealing the public's money. I mean, you know, are we going to say stealing? Real heroes, It's not Mike. the public's money. It's the fucking hospital's money. When is if it? it do you, next time you go to the hospital and you get a bill back, you tell me if you think that it's fair. Do you, do you think every healthcare system is like <laughs> the United States' healthcare system? I think that probably, maybe. <laughs> I think it might be. If, if they were investigating absenteeism at a publicly funded hospital... I would say that this is problematic. That when did you become a fucking hall monitor? I'm not. A, you, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not being did, a hall did monitor. Did they give you a sash? Did they give you a sash that says hall monitor? I just, I just think that you shouldn't steal from your neighbor. 
I guess if that makes me a hall monitor, Mike, then then I'll I'll wear the sash proudly. Hey, everybody. If we're going to fucking cut class, we got to <laughs> we got to we got to go around. The, That's right. We got to go downstairs because because Officer Brian's sitting there out on a plastic plastic chair with his sash. That's right. <laughs> my orange sash and my whistle just ready to let yeah. everybody know. He's, he, he he couldn't make it into ROTC, so he's doing his best thing. If you're merely denying yourself an education, I don't care. If, and if these people were just not going to work and also not getting paid, okay, don't go to work. I don't care. But they are getting paid, and that's money that could be going to people who are working. Uh, it could be going to make the hospital better and provide better care for people in Italy. I just, you know, I just don't think it's cool to let old people die because... You don't feel like going to work. Not even for $43,000 a year. No, no. I don't think that. I don't no, think that. Like, like several old people died because of this. <laughs> no, we have not heard that at all. I think it's, I think it's an easy logical step to take. I do not. And I think that <laughs> if, uh, when we do start doing our live shows again and we do <laughs> our international shows uh-huh. and we go to Italy, uh-huh. I think that. I am going to hang out with the cool Italians and go to discotheques and, uh, you know, have fun and dance mm-hmm. disco and uh, wear eye water jeans and do cocaine. And mm-hmm. I think you will just go to a church probably. What are you going to, which, which cathedral are you going to go to and sit there uh, and pray at? Probably a Catholic church, <laughs> I would guess. Do you know what we're going to go after we go to Italy, Mike, though, when we when we tour Western Europe? Uh, Ireland, baby. That's right. Ireland. That's right. And we'll, we'll exclusively be hanging out with cool people there. Right there. You can't you can't choose to hang out with uncool people in Ireland because it's there just aren't any, an they don't have, they don't have any that live there. They don't, don't have any that live there. Mm-mm. So green there. Imagine how green it is there right now. And mm. but it smells good, too. Green like ill-gotten money. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I take it all back, Mike. I also think this person is a hero for Thank you. stealing from the government for 15 years. That's all I'm saying. Stealing from the government, cool. That's right. Stealing from a small business owner, drool. <laughs> Our next story comes to us from the New York Times. New York. Okay. Not so international. International is everywhere. We don't. It's not extra national, which would just be outside of the United States. It's international. It's all of it. Maybe we could explore going extra national. That's got a good ring to it. The extra national news service. Yeah, because that would be our country. No, it would be not our country. All just the ones outside of our country. Is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I don't. It'd be our country and extra countries. It would just be the external ones. <laughs> what do you mean? Just, I'm trying to somehow to, to, to come up with an analogy from inner space. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be the internal, <laughs> the internal national. No, I was going to say, Mike, do you remember when Rick Moranis was at the theme park in inner space and the whole crew, Quaid and his family is inside of him trying to fix the cancer? That's, yeah, yeah oh, there yeah. he is, Rick Moranis. Right no, there. that's <laughs> fucking Martin Short. No, that's it's clearly no. Martin Short. No, they're both. 
I know his name is his last name is short, but he's also a diminutive fellow. He's a short actor, but so is Rick Moranis. People Most get them confused are, all the time. Martin except short for me in, and Jimmy Stewart. Martin Short was in Ghostbusters. Martin Short was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That's Martin no, Short. No, that's that's Rick. Right, Rick Moranis. <laughs> Let's space. move on. I'm starting to get upset. I'm starting to get upset. I'm starting to get upset. So our next story comes to us from the New York Times. A Texas woman recently learned... There oh, was... the, the paper of record. That's right. Uh, what, is is the New York Times writing an article about Texas? Is that legal? Yes. And no. Are you sure you're not thinking of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram? The Startlegram, as I call it? Uh, <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> not this time. Oh, okay. For legal reasons, I have to cite the proper source. Not the And not the Dallas Times-Herald. Are they still around? No, they when we were in high school when they closed. So what, like three years ago? Called the Dallas Times Herald, classified, get results like you've never seen before. Bum-bum-bum. I still remember the song, <laughs> and you know I remember the number too: seven four eight one four one four. Call that. Get, find out. Get results like you've never seen before. So I guess I win this one too. You win. You win. Yep, that's right. Can I say this uh, straight up though? I think this woman's already a hero because she's from the home state of Texas. Well, Texas. let's just see where this goes. All right. Sometimes Oklahoma people sneak here if, if something goes wrong. So it might... a Texas woman recently learned there was a 21 year outstanding felony warrant for her arrest in Oklahoma. The warrant stems from the fact oh. that in 1999, she'd failed to return a VHS tape containing episodes of the TV show Sabrina the Teenage Witch to a video store called Movie Place in Norman, Oklahoma. Oh, God. The store itself closed in 2008. The woman was charged with embezzlement of rented property... In Oklahoma! (laughs) We're from Texas! The woman was charged with embezzlement... Where's my knife? (laughs) Oh, man. Is she still a hero? Yes, she stole fucking property from Oklahoma. She rules. <laughs> you know, we've never had a listener in Oklahoma, including my cousin who I told about this. Well, yeah, you're... they don't fucking they don't even they, they don't even know what the radio is yet. Your cousin's a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I I would assume there is a real pipeline from Oklahoma straight to Alaska. Oh, I mean, there, there probably are oil pipelines that go through there. Well, it's sewage. <laughs> they just they just circulate their sewage back and forth. Yep. They just share sewage. Big, yep. Big loop. Okay, so uh, a cool a cool woman stole a Sabrina. I, I guarantee you, at Movie Place, that was literally the one videotape they had in there. It's just you go in, it's an empty <laughs> store, and one Sabrina tape. <laughs> Dubbed off the TV, not a legal tape. Yeah, oh, oh I'm sure it was yeah. dubbed off the TV. Like SP speed, so it had, you know. Yeah, six probably, hours. Had a, probably had a Family Matters episode at the end, too. All right. To people born after 1985, what does SP speed mean? That Kevin? means that, so when you had a videotape. Pussy. When you had a videotape, you had like a, like the regular speed was, was two hours, but you okay. can record slower and have a lower mm-hmm. quality tape but make it six hours. And so because every television looked terrible back then, everybody would just record at that six hour speed. So you could fit more things on your videotape and it looked terrible, but you know, we didn't know. 
Well, Sabrina was a pretty good show, so I can understand thieving that tape. The woman was charged with embezzlement of rented property valued at $58.59, and a warrant was issued for her arrest in March 2000. She learned of the outstanding warrant after she got married and tried to change her last name on her Texas driver's license. She was told by the DPS to reach out to... uh, the county where the tape was rented, she called the Cleveland County, Oklahoma District Attorney's Office. And when they told her the charge was for a VHS tape, she said, quote, I thought, this is insane. This girl is kidding me, right? She wasn't kidding, unquote. Don't put that at she Because she she's a Texan, right? And she just happened right. to have been in Oklahoma for a minute. Right. Okay. So the accent is probably more like, don't. Telling me that she's insane. <laughs> she talks like I'm Michael from, Caine. I'm very clipped. I'm from Texas. <laughs> I am from Texas. I am from Texas. If she if she chooses to have a Texas accent, she would have it. Only if she right. chooses because okay. she's smart and she's cool and she's a hero for going up to Oklahoma and stealing uh, whatever from those sorry suckers up there. Prosecutors quickly dropped the charges after they determined it was in the, quote, best interests of justice. Yeah, because it's the best interest of justice to not mess with Texas. <laughs> you don't fucking you, you don't get to come down here with your hillbilly hat and no shoes and your double barrel rifle that is probably not even stuffed with real bullets. It's just like squirrels or something, squirrel heads or whatever. <laughs> No, she went Cram up there. squirrel corpses in your exactly. rifle. Yeah, you you know you come here with your gap tooth and you no shoes on and and jaundiced blue skin from years of inbreeding, screaming about a Sabrina the screaming about a sitcom tape. And granted, granted, I can understand why Oklahoma was upset. They just lost their number one gross <laughs> national product. They lost the one thing that shithole state has to offer. I mean, basically, this woman went up there and stole the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> Nicolas Cage style. And they're freaking the fuck out about what it how, how did it even go down? <laughs> And they're just, just, they've been driving around in, uh, in buggies with no, with no tops on them, with you know, <laughs> a big Mongo, you know, man child that kills most of the things he picks up, <laughs> and then an angry, you know, an angry paw, and then, and then it's, and then it's a slightly more intelligent old woman who's barking orders. On the top of a, a rocking chair that's sitting atop at the very top of the buggy. Are you describing the the Beverly Hillbillies Etzel right now? Is that <laughs> or is this like connected to a horse? Is this it's, a it's, true it's similar to that, but dirtier and shittier. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to imagine everyone's right. teeth way worse. And they have a bluish tint to them. They look like a sickly version of the Navi from Avatar. They're so blue. <laughs> so, so this to you, Mike. This is the this tape is this is the crown jewels. Oh, this of is Oklahoma. yeah. This is the <laughs> crown jewel. 
And it took them 21 years to track it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. For 21 years, they've been raging up and down. There was this one dimwit from, from Alaska that had like turned up to Oklahoma. <laughs> and once a year for Christmas, he would play two up. And they weren't even Christmas episodes. He was, he was the one guy who could run the VCR, <laughs> the one working VCR. And he would hook it up. And, so the whole state, you know, gather around for this. M- most of the, st- like the most of the state. I mean, some of the state. A lot of. Uh, let's be honest. A lot of them are, are <laughs> obese and bedridden and unable to to get out of their houses. The, the few that could walk would make the arduous journey across the state <laughs> and sit in the dirt and watch about a you know about a a fourteen inch TV, and they would watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And then they would have a Oki interpreter that would explain all the big words to them. <laughs> and so this woman, as a, I mean, clearly as a goof, just thought it would be fun to to go up in uh, that economy and went and did that. And then forgot, completely forgot about it. Right. it. It would be as if like you, you know, we accidentally stole the crown jewels. So uh, again, hero. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say that she forgot because she told local news she didn't remember renting the video and that she lived with a man at the time who had two young daughters, adding, quote, I'm thinking he went and got it and didn't take it back or something. I have never watched that show in my entire life. Just not my cup of tea. Unquote. She's not, she's not British. Isn't that refined? No, no, I think that that is. That's a common American mistake, I think, too. We've talked about this. Just, yeah. And did she really say, not my cup of tea? Yeah, she said, that's why, what, you know. Maybe she is British. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it was Texas tea. Yeah, black Black gold. gold. Okay, so she's a hero, and I was correct. Okay, let's move on. Our next story comes from the New York Post. The Post. A mortal enemy to the New York Times. Yes. A 39-year-old part-time worker with no fixed address in the Kansai region of Japan. Uh, So this man was recently arrested for allegedly scamming over 35 different women with whom he pretended he was in a serious relationship. While the man's birthday is actually November 13th, he told each of his girlfriends that his birthday fell on a different date in order to collect presents. Authorities estimate that his birthday lies earned the man at least $929.44 worth of presents, clothes, and cash. Brian, if you had to describe this man in one word, what would that word be? Uh, gigolo. I think that's mm. the word. That's not what I was looking for. Oh, I was sorry. looking for the word hero. <laughs> hero. Hero. Gigolo is synonymous with hero. That's you're you're a big <laughs> I'm thinking of David Lee Roth. <laughs> I'm just a gigolo. I Did he say that? You have scattered now twice on on the international news service, this is two times you have broken well, out. I mean, a lot into... of people are saying that Zendaya scattered in that dress the other night. <laughs> we don't, as a podcast, uh, uh, endorse that statement. But reporting a rumor. I mean, she was gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, she's but, a great actor. 
Oh, fantastic. And a better yeah. singer. Well, not even better. Just equally good. Equally amazing. Yeah. That's where she got that. her start, I think. No. I just I just heard that she <sighs> diarrheaed in the dress. <laughs> Again, not, not a statement endorsed by the International News uh, Service, but... Uh, Feel free to reach out to Mike Weeby with your comments on Twitter. So, uh, I don't know. A guy figured out how to get more birthday presents. Who doesn't like getting birthday presents? At least 35 women were conned before several of them got suspicious and banded together to create a victim support network. The man met the women by selling showerheads from an unnamed company and then pretended he was very interested in marriage. And that his birthday... Was just around the corner. You can't get in trouble for this. This is not illegal. No, I, I don't. I don't think. It I mean, is. it could be in Japan. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> Japan created the chaste male. You know, they created Speed Racer. Think about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't, you, I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's profound. You do the math. It's, it can't. It cannot be illegal to. To 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 woo women, and if there's a world where wooing women is illegal, then I don't want to live in it. There's, if it's a world that's illegal to get more birthday presents, I don't want to live in it. <laughs> but they weren't they weren't for his birthday. They they were given to him for his birthday, but his birthday yeah. was not that day. So I don't want to live in it. <laughs> I don't want to live in it. <laughs> You're so passionate about this, you can't you can't form your words. Are you saying that it's not okay for him to get cake on his right. actual birthday, November thirteenth? So you only eat cake on your birthday. I only eat birthday cake, my birthday cake on my birthday. Let me ask you this, Kevin: if Mike if Mike gets a letter from his mom, yes, for his birthday, mm-hmm. and he opens that letter, what if it's a day early? And it's there's a card in it, and it says "Happy Birthday, Mike." And there's a five dollar bill in it. Has Mike committed a crime? Because it's not no, his because, birthday. Because he is uh, not misrepresented when his birthday was. Did he say when his birthday was, or did he just say his birthday's coming up? Because arguably, your birthday's always coming up. Like it's going to be my birthday soon. I'm an optimist, you know. So he told one woman that his birthday was February twenty second. Which, if memory serves, was Alex Trebek's birthday. He told another that his birthday was uh, in July. But- well, maybe those are just his spiritual rebirths. Maybe he yeah. was having. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of ways you can have a birthday. Oh, he told a third one that it was in April. Yeah, I, I, I got a lot of birthday the- too. I got the day I was born. I got the, mm-hmm. I got the day that I was adopted. I got the day. That I defeated uh, Hitler, Floyd Mayweather in the ring. I, those are all different. <laughs> the first birthday. day you drank your own piss. The first day I drank my own piss. And the last day I drank my own piss. Those are all <laughs> renewals, right? Renew- it's just, yeah, it's exactly. Renewal. What is a birthday except for the day that you became became alive in a certain way? You know, the first time I saw Zendaya's dress. Is probably a birthday. So yesterday was your birthday. In a sense, yes. The first day I saw Zendaya in a dress that she behaved as a newborn baby does in their own clothes. Again, not endorsed by the International News Service. Yeah, this is, it's a really bizarre rumor. Either way, it's a birthday for me. I feel like it's, (laughs) I feel like I became 
alive on that day. Like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of birthdays. There's your bar mitzvah. I also had a, I also had a quinceanera. Yeah. That's a birthday. That's my first day. That's the first day of my womanhood. <laughs> I think a rabbi would be cool about somebody who wasn't Jewish claiming to have had a bat mitzvah or a bar mitzvah. No, I think yeah, that's, I think that, that probably is true. I don't know. I just, it sounds like, it sounds like of this group, Brian is open to having fun and partying and Kevin is uh, square and doesn't <laughs> like parties. And I would like to add again, this guy is a hero. He figured out a way to get right. more birthday presents. Are you telling right. me that you wouldn't like more birthday presents? He didn't hurt anybody to get them. <laughs> he didn't lie to anybody to get them. No, he, he did lie. No, he didn't. Right. <laughs> Those days probably all had very deep significance for him. Think how good these women felt when they gave him gave him these gifts. Yeah. Don't I you mean, feel good when you give someone a present? Yeah. We all know that it's better to, to give than to receive. So he mm -hmm. gave them the gift of gave giving. Gave them the gift of giving. Well, what if, you know, what if you give them the gift, but then they immediately respond by breaking up with you because they're like, well, I'm not going to get another gift for like 365 days and that's too long to wait. I got 34 other women who will give me, you know, no, uh, uh, I mean, present maybe that was just the six be weeks. beginning of a relationship and it didn't work out. Yeah. Because they're shitty gift givers. Well, he was right. also dating 35 other women at the time. There's no, there's no, there's no there's crime no against cap that. on number of women that you date. <laughs> Why do we exalt uh, uh, Wilt Chamberlain? I mean, all anyone talks about is how great Wilt Chamberlain is because he had sex with all those women. Well, guess what? I bet a number of those women gave him birthday presents. Okay. I don't think that's the only reason they exalt. Well, they talk about him being in Conan the Destroyer too. But other yeah. than well, those, other than that, I, that's what he's known for. He is a hero for being in Conan the Destroyer. That's true. Everyone involved in that was a hero. Grace Jones, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Score by Basil Polidorus. God damn it. That I I know who wrote the songs in all the movies. The score. It's not really a song. It's a score. Mm -hmm. Who wrote the score for Inner Space? Alan Silvestri. Dennis Quaid and the Sharks. Who did Moranis' theme? He's not he's not in it. There, so there's no Moranis theme. No, the first time. John Candy. Remember when John Candy races out John of the Candy's lab? John Candy's not in that, but John Candy no, does sell... Not shower heads, oh, but... Not shower heads, it's uh, shower rings for shower curtains mm -hmm. in planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, right. f -f 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 full circle! <laughs> Motherfucker! So, uh, Jerry, Jerry Goldsmith did the music for uh, for Interspace. <laughs> what we, for who did? Jerry Goldsmith. Also did oh, Jerry Alien. Goldsmith. Did uh, has done a lot of Spielberg movies. Did the Omen? He did the Three Amigos? That's how he met Rick Moranis, right? Rick Moranis is not in Three. Uh, Planet of the Apes, Patton, Chinatown, Total Recall. But just to be clear, so we've got three stories, and then there's been a hero in every story so far. This man is a hero. This man has birthday presents out the wazoo. <laughs> like are the cops after him, Kevin? Yeah, no, yeah, it was like a police investigation. I don't know. You can't do that. Growing up, I'm pretty sure that that I was probably invited to some birthday parties because the kid actually wanted me at their birthday party, and I'm sure I was invited some because I represented an extra present. So yep. did that kid commit a crime? That's why I always invited you to mine. <laughs> I never went. <laughs> Listen, if this guy wants to uh, get out of Japan to get out of trouble... He can come crash at my pad.
And we will play with all the cool Funko Pop figures that he got. <laughs> you think that's all he asked for? I mean, you know, probably. <laughs> Almost $1,000 worth of, I don't know. If it's the right Funko Pop, that's like one. All right, so we're three heroes down. Let's talk about the fourth hero. Okay, mm-hmm. so the fourth story also comes from the New York Times. The paper of record. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sworn enemy of the New York Post. Have we discussed that yet? Have we established... Yes, there's been some, enemies. Some, some street fights over that, right? There have been there have been street fights. There have been rock slobbed. There's been slobs knobbed. Under Taiwanese law, anyone who gets married <laughs> must be given eight days of paid leave by their employer. This law prompted a bank employee in Taipei, Taiwan, to file a complaint with the Labor Department after his employer denied his request for paid leave. Kevin, I hear I hear that in in Taipei. Everybody is really focused and works too hard. Not this guy. I mean, you know, he had it not for those eight days right. anyway. All the relaxed people live in Type B. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm officially going to quit the podcast. Mark will read you the rest of this. I saw it, it coming. This I saw it coming and I waited for it. Uh. I saw Mike's face. And I knew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so proud of myself right now. Oh man, I feel like yes. I I called that a shot too. Like that's, I saw. That's so, good. Yeah. Uh, a bank employee <laughs> in a city in Taiwan filed a complaint with the labor department after his employer denied his request for paid leave. The bank was fined $700 last October, but appealed the penalty in February, claiming that the employee had abused his own rights. It seems the employee wed his partner on April 6, 2020. And then, 10 days later, on April 16th, he divorced her. Then, they remarried on April 17th, only to divorce again on April 28th. There was a third marriage on April 29th, followed by a third divorce on May 11th. Finally, the couple got married for a fourth time on May 12th, and it was then that all his paid leave after the first marriage was denied by the bank. Taiwanese law does not impose quotas on paid marital leave or restrict how often people can claim it. But after much public debate and public pressure, the Labor Department finally announced that the bank's fines would be revoked, but did not actually resolve the issue of how often employees could claim their paid marital leave. It is unclear whether the man was fired or if he got divorced a, a fourth time. Isn't, isn't this where the all-you-can-eat salmon name? Yes, that also was a Taiwanese thing. I, I think not recognizing Taiwan's a big mistake. I like the way they do business over there. <laughs> Maybe this isn't a hero. This is an attempted hero, though, right? He was trying to game the system. Right. And he almost did. Is that what I'm understanding? Well, you, see, you, get, you get eight days of paid vacation. So from what I could figure out, he was kind of doing like with the weekends and everything. He was working like one day every two weeks and then getting remarried. And so, yeah, he's trying to work like maybe 50 days a year and get paid for the whole year. You know, what's another lesson in this story is that in Taiwan, when you do this, you just have the bank maybe try to find you and then the public gets pissed off about it and keeps it from happening. And maybe you'll get all the money that you tried to scam out of a poorly written law. 
But in mainland China, you probably would just get shot for this, right? Actually, that's not true. In China, they do have uh, paid marital leave in many of the provinces, according to the article I read. And uh, it's up to 30 days in one of the provinces. Well, it sounds like you're pro-China. Yeah, I mean, I, that's, I would not say that. I no. wish I don't really think that the podcast needs to take stances on stuff like that. <laughs> I think that we need to be right. impartial and just like read the news. And I don't know, like this isn't. I don't want this to turn into like a Fox Newsy kind of. We're not really telling the news. This is an opinion thing or whatever. And we're really just we're pushing Kevin's fucking agendas. <laughs> well. One advantage, and then also one, one advantage in Taiwan is that it seems like their their bureaucracy is really streamlined. Like you can change right. your name one day and then change it back the next day, or you can get married one day and then two weeks later get divorced and then get married again the day after that. And we don't have a system that would allow for something like that. It seems like they just have a lot of fun over there. It does yeah, seem it seems fun. like they're having a good time. It seems like a like, great country, right? And yeah, that's right. I call Taiwan a country. Yeah, there you go. Way to take a stand. Jesus Christ. That's not what we're here to do. I think we're, I think we're okay. I don't think I have to worry about the Chinese government coming after us. They might, Mike, you know, Mike is an actor. He, you know, he can be excluded. Is he worried about losing work? It's did you hear that in China when, uh, I mean, uh, the director of Nomadland, I can't think of her name. Chloe Zhao, I think is her name. Mm-hmm, when yeah. she won the best director award, they like censored it into China, and they're going to censor Mike the same way. I, right. I know. I mean, that's the thing is, I you know, I was. We'll say some nice I'm things. Be in the Meg and... part two. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's almost like all of Taiwan's laws were written by the same people here that would write radio contests. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a zoo crew, <laughs> right? It's a bunch of wacky it's a ideas. Real zoo crew, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't have to pay for your funeral if you can keep your hands on a Ford F-150 for three weeks. <laughs> That's right. uh, we'll see. And some enterprising Taiwanese citizen would just cut their hand off and leave it sitting on top. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's right. You only need one. Well, so this guy, it, but it sounds like so he was just trying to get more free marital paid leave by getting divorced and remarried, right? Yeah, yeah. It was the same woman, right? Yeah, it was the same woman. And there was a lot of debate within uh, the Labor Department as to whether it was a real marriage or not. But it was more whether he was abusing the rule or not that was the issue. If you're following the rule, how are you abusing the rule? Yeah, if you're following the rule, how are you abusing the rule? I just repeated what Brian said. (laughs) That's right. Well, That's how good of a point it it was. That's when Brian said it. But now that Mike is asked... Yeah, you dick. Yeah. No, I don't disagree with you. That- also, hey, can I say this? Can I say this? The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> oh, you know what? You should write that down, Mike. Uh, being a true hero means fucking over the man. Mm-hmm. And this guy tried. So he's not quite a hero, but I do feel like it's such a valiant attempt that he belongs right here on International News Service Hero edition. <laughs> True crime heroes. True crime heroes. They, no, they, I don't. I don't know one crime that was committed in any of these. Well, I mean, theft in the first Fraud one. And, yeah. Is it true crime or is it cool crime? 
Alright. Well, okay. If you want to characterize that as cool, that's fine. I, d- I do. I do want to characterize it as cool. Okay. Still crime, though. <laughs> Nobody Just, got hurt. What, what about the people who died at the hospital Brian was talking about? The, I don't... I, right. I, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear anything in the, about anyone dying in the hospital. Maybe, it was a, maybe that was a 14-year free period of death at that <laughs> hospital. Right. I, I seem to recall in recent news, Italy's had a, a string of of just healthy day after healthy day. Like there, mm-hmm. have, there have been no recent calamities befalling the the fascist Italian people. Are they still fascist? No, they're not that? fascist. Are you sure? <laughs> They've got a parliamentary system. Yeah, but it's a fascist parliamentary parliamentary system, right? <laughs> Isn't didn't they elect Mussolini's kid to something? Yeah, well, they elected Mussolini, but that was uh, eighty years ago. Yeah, but didn't Mussolini's granddaughter get elected to something or daughter? That may or be uh, okay. Was Mussolini's mean, granddaughter one of the Golden Girls? Yes, she was Sophia. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Now mm. you do. She was the oldest one. The oldest one, yeah. Who in real life was the youngest one? Whoa, Estelle Getty. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was Mussolini's kid. That would exp- I mean, yeah, I'd change my name too, right? Yeah, the Getty. Didn't they hang him at a gas station? No, he hung out at a gas station. Okay. That's where he got the idea. They gave him uh, quarters to play the uh, little poker machines. And he just okay. sit there and play it all day. And they just give him quarters. And when he'd win, they just, they'd give, he'd give back the quarters. Mm-hmm. He just liked to, he just liked to play. I know that weird, he was played by guy. George C. Scott in the made for TV adaptation of his life. Georgie Scott? George C. Scott. No, you're thinking of Patton. That wasn't about Mussolini. That was about General. No, Patton. no, Patton was a was he fought, he fought Mussolini. He fought yeah. him. Patton was the was the movie at the Battle of the Bulg. This was this was uh, mm-hmm. the TV movie in the 80s. Oh, you're thinking of a Christmas Carol with George C. Scott. Mm-hmm. That's not Italian. Mussolini was shot <laughs> along with the members of his 15 man train, primarily ministers and officials. Shooting okay. took place in a small village and conducted by a partisan leader who used the name of Colonel Valerio. His identity Uh-oh. is unknown. So I, that's why I've been very pro-gun control. Because <laughs> you don't support the death of Mussolini. Well, not with a gun. Not, not, in a, not in a random school shooting. <laughs> <laughs> not by some... <laughs> Scruffy Columbine trench coat <laughs> mafia kid. <laughs> well, I think that well, wraps up another week at the International News Service. Can we all agree that it was all heroes? And we and we all agree. I mean, I'm not asking. And we all agree. You're demanding. No, I'm just I'm just putting a period on the episode. And we all agree, everyone involved in these stories is a hero. Mm-hmm. And we all agree that if you say anything bad about them, you will have to go to China, <laughs> where they do not treat people as well. Unless you're an but actor you know like yourself. It's a, it's a big stand you just took, Mike. <laughs> Well, I'm just glad we all agree on it. That's right. We're not afraid to take down the Chinese government. Mm-mm.
and support the Taiwanese government. That's yeah. what we're doing. Well, they made they made good toys when I was a kid. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Made in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you knew. Right. That's how you knew that hey. that's where they were from. Hey, Kevin. Yes. If, if people just aren't getting enough of the international news service, is anything that they can do yeah. yes. to get more? They can follow us on social media where, mm-hmm. across the internet, inter- international news pod. Uh, they can email us at internationalnews at gmail.com. And then we also have a Patreon. Uh, in, it, just go to Patreon slash international news pod. And uh, for the first 10 subscribers, and Mark, can cut this out if this if this isn't ready yet for the first 10 subscribers we're going to release our first two episodes we ever made we never released them we didn't have the right microphones they sound like crap but there's some great stuff on there that sounds really good oh yeah i'm going to email about. that i'm going to email those two episodes to the first 10 people who sign up at any level that sounds like a bargain <laughs> it sure you know does what? you know what i would call someone who signs up for the patreon i would call them the real hero. Let's do the first 20. Okay, first yeah, 20. First 20. Fuck first it. 20. 25. <laughs> it's, it's like we're on QVC. I just they, I just got a phone call from the manufacturer. Yeah. You're not going to believe this. They they never do this. You're not going to believe this. Yeah. For the next 30 minutes. Oh, uh, we're going to go out of business. <laughs> uh, I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.